Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast, it's an also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook, you can find us on Twitter at Movie Sucktastic, you can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com, or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. like some bad movie. All right, everybody. We are back. Hello, Mr. Wilson. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just trying to see if, if we can... Um, what? If, if, I, if I can access our live stream on YouTube. I'm never able to see this when we do it. Um, I don't get the trick. I sent you the link last week. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, if, if someone list someone that we someone like just said, "Hey, I want you know, I want to see if uh, they're streaming live right now." Where mm-hmm. the hell would they go? They have to get a link. They can't just like go to our YouTube channel. They can, youtubecom slash Yeah, I'm there, and I, I don't see the live show. That's all I'm saying. Oh. We're streaming live right now, and I can't see it. What the fuck? Oh, come on. I, but last time I was wrong. And you sent me that link, but I'm not seeing it now, so I don't know if I'm wrong. Oh, hold on. Or I'm going just, to the link I sent you last week. And life is just, like, always so difficult now. Nothing can be easy, so, of course, no. I can't find this shit. But, uh, I'm hey, look, I'm looking at statistics that. from last week's episode. The average watch time was an hour and four minutes. Yeah, that was me. No. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, the, uh. That show was an hour and 37 minutes. Well, we're going to keep this one short. Not, not, we don't want to go into too great detail. No, I don't. But, think, uh, I don't think we should. Um, it was, uh, we weren't able to time it this year the way everything was moving around. But this is the beginning of the Oscar season. This is the closest we get to like any kind of format. And it, it's basically we're going to review all the best picture films that have been nominated before the Oscars and possibly do a live show. Yeah. Now here's what's interesting. Uh oh. Since we're talking about the the live stream. Mm-hmm. Um, it says I have an excellent connection 
to YouTube. It's got yeah. a little green dot, excellent connection, all of that. And when I set up the software, which is, uh, we use OBS Studio, um, excuse me, <clears throat> it took me to this page to get the all the credentials that I needed to stream properly. And I did it and I tested it and it worked fine. Now, it's just a spinny fucking mess. Oh. It's like, I don't get it. One week, last week it worked. The whole, all of last week's episode is up. The whole thing. Well, let's not, let, I, I'm the one that brought it up, but let's not let it ruin this show. Let's just move forward. Now, what I can try. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, I can stop the stream and start it and maybe that'll do it. And then I'll upload the video because uh, I record the video anyway. I could do that. It's the only thing I can think of doing. Let's just forge ahead. Oh, let's forge it's, ahead. It's not. It's not a huge episode anyway. Again, like I said, we're just basically we're going to talk about what's been nominated. Yes. And and ma- make some decisions on the lineup. So we're going to review all these films as many as possible <coughs> before the Oscars. That's what we're going to do. Right. Uh, so uh, let's let's let's. You want to w- talk us through the best pictures? Uh, I can do that. Um, I actually pulled up the Razzies as well. Because uh-huh. I don't know how much we're going to get into that, or maybe we'll just get into a couple of I always of say I want to do more, but there's never time. But, but damn it, I, I at least want to talk about it during this nomination episode. We could do that. We All could right. absolutely do that. So there's eight films up for nomination this year out of a possible ten. Um, you know, they've never right. actually had ten. They had nine that one time. They had nine the very yeah. first year they did it in 2009. And they had nine, was it last year? Or the year and, and, before, they've only ever hit nine twice, and, and it, it's never been worth it. No, it it's never really... been. Oh, you know what? We we had there were so many good films that year that we just are saying thank 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 the heavens that we are able to put ten nom. No, every year's like, well, we got room for a couple more. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just well. And here's the thing too, uh, and we'll get into it. Best picture, there's eight films. And right. five was always the norm. Uh, back when the Oscars first, uh, when they first started doing it in the 20s and the 30s, they had up to 10 films. Surprisingly, they were making that many. Uh, the whole thing with them doing 10 now, or up to 10... They're all remakes of the same five films, so it doesn't really matter. Well, yeah, well the whole thing with them doing up to 10 now is because they wanted more uh, diversity, uh, a better chance of other films that maybe... that couldn't get the recognition to get the recognition and then maybe you get a film that that wins best picture that came after it the only reason they've changed it is so they had an excuse to give uh, avatar an oscar nomination you know it i know it everybody knows it yes that is the only reason they did it was because there was no fucking way there they there was they could bounce anybody off that to squeeze avatar in they'd have to explain themselves you throw it on there with with a list of eight or nine yeah, no one's gonna give a shit. Yeah, because it wasn't winning Best Picture. They were just they just wanted it to get a nomination, and that's and, when it all became a joke. And 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 on top of that, on top of that, to make it worse. Well, on top of that, District Nine is in every way a better film, right. which was also nominated that year with it. That's why. And and they they knew that too. It's like if if we bump something out and put Avatar in, everybody's going to say, "But there's a better sci-fi film." They knew this. Yeah, 
Yep. This is this is the closest I get to conspiracy theories these days. I, I, <laughs> I and I would bet money on it. I don't I don't doubt it. it. It just it makes the most sense. Now, so there's eight films. Now, one of the things, and we'll talk about it when we hit a film that also has the director nominated for it. Okay. I, I feel. I feel, and I don't think you agree with this with uh, uh, on me, or maybe not entirely. The five films that they have for best director, I always say, had they kept it at five, for the most part, these are the five films mm-hmm. that would be the best picture nominees if it was still just five. Right. Now, I believe this year there is one film that's got a best director nomination, but not a best picture. Another round. Um, I, I believe the, uh, the, uh, it's, what is it? Swedish, German, um, it was like a Korean or I think it's German. I think it's German. Um, but the original title is, uh, Druk or drunk. Okay. So they got clever with another round, uh, with the American, uh, release of it. So the fact that that is nominated for best directing means that there's probably something special going on in that. There's some directing skills, like really really being shown but it's not a good enough movie the only reason i disagree with you is is that that was that was true up until they opened up best picture to so many people so now they you you almost expect a split ticket now it's not such a rare thing anymore because the variable there's so many more variables when you have up the 10 best pictures right so you can have a best picture and not a best director because you don't have 10 best directors on that list no you really less you it's, really it's, it's, don't. Right. So it's easier for them to do. But here's the thing. I mean, if that is entirely true, then you would see you wouldn't see as many as five best directors that match the best pictures. That's where I'm going with that. No, no. It's 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 gonna happen most of the time, but yeah. it's such a wider you're casting such a wider net on the other side that you have more you know, you could have you could have a best director, best picture that the best picture wouldn't have made a five <coughs> list. You know, that people don't agree with that. They think if it's a best picture, it has to be the best director. But they're they're savages, and they they, they should not be listened to. Bunch of savages in this town. Savages. All right. So. So what? What are the films? So, I mean, I guess I'll go in the order that's on the Oscars page. The first film is The Father, starring right. Anthony Hopkins. Um, who the from what I understand, the basic plot of this is Anthony Hopkins is um. He's going crazy. Uh, Alzheimer's. Early Alzheimer's. onset dementia or Alzheimer's or something. Alzheimer's. It's, okay. it's, 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 it's how Alzheimer's is both sad and funny. Because <laughs> so, he forgets things. Yeah, and then he, you know, he takes it out on his family. And uh, I, I haven't seen it. I haven't even seen a trailer, but I'm assuming that there's going to be some tense scenes in this where he's maybe going to be accusatory yeah. uh, towards his family. They don't, he's going to, tell them that uh, they don't understand blah 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 blah. yeah this is one i saw the trailer for and it's like well it's not really my kind of movie yeah no i was like yeah i'm, I'm sure there's a great i'm sure there's great great moments in the film uh it's just i don't seek out that kind of stuff for entertainment it's i'm just not something i'm gonna watch unless it comes up you know right uh, and uh not, not my radar. not a best director for that one no 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 um moving on Yes. There's uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Which I had not heard about until the Oscar thing came out. Uh, starting, starring uh, uh, David Kaluuya or Kalua. Is it night? 
Thank you. Uh, who was also in Get Out. And, oh, yeah, yeah, that uh, guy. Yeah. The one actor, I believe, that plays um, the head of the Black Panthers, because I believe that's what this film is about, uh, was yes, also it, in Get Out with him. Well, that's right. Yeah. No, it, what it is, it, it, it's fictional, um, I believe. But it, what it is is uh, back in the 70s with the Black Panther movement, and this one black man goes undercover for the FBI, uh, you know, to because they think they're a terrorist organization. Right. And while he's undercover, obviously he falls for a Black Panther girl and then hilarity ensues. Hilarity ensues. Yeah, so it's, it's again, it's historically referenced. Uh, it's not a film. I, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't watch it if we weren't watching these films. Right, I mean, to, not when we watched to, Black Klansman, that oh, was, no, that was great. Like that say, that was a, a that was a great surprise of how well. Are you that calling film me a racist? Is that what you're saying? Uh, yes, yes, I am. I'm. I'm it's because no. I'm black, isn't it? I I'm in my roundabout way, roundabout way trying to say it's not that I don't want to watch it because of some because it's a historical and it's about that time. Because again, yeah, I, the minute I saw the trailer for Klansman, I wanted to see that film. Uh, black Klansman. I should specify that so that's not taken out of context. <laughs> Uh, should isolate is, that audio. Th- this film is like The Father. It looks good, but it's just not on my radar. So it's not the kind of thing I normally Same here. watch. I haven't gotten to a film no. yet where I'm like, ah, you know, I just I haven't gotten to a film yet where it's like, you know, I've been I've been really been wanting to watch that. Well, I honestly, uh, some of these films I already had uh, on my Plex. I was already ready to watch. Oh, really? Okay. I, I'm going to mention them as we hit them because. At first, I was like, I haven't seen a single film on this list. I was like, oh, but I was planning to watch some of them, so I felt a bit better. So also not a best director uh, for that as well. Uh, Moving on, Mank, David Fincher, Mm -hmm. which I believe has the most nominations this year and also, might I add, probably has the most hype. I have a feeling that this is going to be David Fincher's year. I have a feeling that he's going to win Best Picture for this. All right. I really, Mank. I just, it's a gut feeling. Um, if you really look at David Fincher's career, even all the way back to Alien 3 in the, you know, the very early days of his career, he has made some pretty, some really good stuff. And he's been nominated for Best Picture before. And some may say that he is long overdue to win Best Director in Picture. I think you're looking at it with this. I haven't seen it. I know briefly what it's about. I mean, I know. Um, that Gary Oldman plays, uh, what's his face, uh, Mank- Mankiewicz, 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 right? Uh, who wrote, yeah. you just, know, Citizen Kane. Slaughter that name some more, Joey. Uh, I, I will, if, if you allow <laughs> me to continue, I, I, I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's Mankiewicz. Anyway, he's the, you know, one of the most influential writers in Hollywood history. I think he has like a hundred screenplays under his belt that were actually made into film uh Mm -hmm. and and not just a throwaway stuff a lot of these were major hollywood motion pictures and they looked to him uh as far as what was going on in hollywood they would get him to write these screenplays they'd make movies out of his screenplays uh very very influential as far as hollywood so he wrote sitting citizen kane and this is the story of him doing that Shot in, it's shot in black and white, which is always, a, you know, the Academy is always a sucker for that yeah, stuff. Yeah. 
and look at the artist. Fincher has this grand kind of scale to it where it it looks like it's a film from the 40s. Um, I, I just, without seeing anything else, without having an opinion of anything else, and not to say that this truly is the best film, I think you're looking at best picture on this. All right. For, for the non-political side, yes. I'm going to speak for the humans. For the humans? Are you calling me? No, actually, I shouldn't be speaking for the humans. I'm a mutant. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, can't, I can't claim to share any taste with the general public. But coming from a more critical standpoint of it as a piece of art um this is the thing i saw the trailer for i'm interested in it it is something it is in my wheelhouse of films i normally go to for entertainment right um, however lately i've been leaning more towards actual documentaries and less these uh biopic uh dramatizations docudramas i think they call them and then it I, i've been leaning as far as for entertainment history i've been favoring the actual documentary over fictionalized stuff so so I've had the opportunity to watch this many times in the past couple months and have not done it. Same here, even though I am interested in yeah. watching it. But I am interested in watching it, and it'll be interesting to see if Netflix scores another best, best another Oscar. There's really no way around it. Is it? Oh. How, how, how many of these films are Netflix films? Whoops. What? I have uh, our slideshow in the background. Plus, I also have a video of what I use every time we do an Oscar show, and I forgot to turn the, the sound down. <laughs> okay. So I got a 15-minute slideshow and a 15-minute, you know, Oscars, you know, statues and light. Let's, let's and... not try to lap that too many times tonight. We're yeah. off to a bad start. No, no, no. It's, it's listen, it's, but, I have it set no, for but... two hours. We have two hours before we have a problem. Okay, uh, we're definitely not going two hours. But I mean, no, seriously, how, no. how many films are Netflix films that are up for Oscars this year? Um, everybody, everybody made a big deal out of um, uh, the winner last year, right? Because it know, was a Netflix. Film. You know, it's but funny. Now it's like the Oscars. The website does not. It just says the producers. It doesn't say if it's like say Amazon Studios, Netflix production. It doesn't say that here, which is kind of annoying. That's why. That's why you go to Google and just type in Netflix. Oscar noms cups. <laughs> Let's do that. Up. I'm pretty sure that the Trial of Chicago Seven is Netflix. I think Nomadland might be Netflix or Amazon. Mank, I believe, is Netflix. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah is Warner Brothers. I know that because that um, that was uh, HBO Max. They decided to put all of their films on streaming and theater. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I have the answer to the question. Then let's get it. All right. Uh, Netflix had the most nominations for the Academy this year with 35. Jesus. They swept the Oscar. I didn't read anything about the Oscar nominations. I just grabbed the list. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I can't even handle the hype anymore. If I, you know, I, I don't, I don't care if they're, you know, if it's about women, female directors, or minority anything, or fucking costume design. I don't care about any of it. Just the list, so I, I wasn't really sure about this. Wow. But I, as I've been, I've already watched a couple, and I keep seeing Netflix pop up. I was like, shit, this is. I think this is uh, going to be a big year for them, and it is. They have the most nominations. So uh, of the, so of the three that we've already talked about, the father, Judas, and Meg. Oh, I don't have an actual list. Let me. Oh, okay. I know Judas I'll, and the Black Messiah is Warner Brothers. I know that because it's an HBO Max streamable thing and theater at the same time. Oh, variety. How long has it been? Uh, yeah, I remember when I used to subscribe to that. 
that's where I print our Oscar ballots every year from Variety. Oh, they, they, they always the tend best. to have the best one. Uh, I got to read. They don't have a list because I know for a fact Mank is Netflix. As, when BuzzFeed buys Variety, they'll have the lists and it'll be easier to read shit. Um, Mank is Netflix. Uh, Trial of the Chicago Seven is Netflix. Okay, I said that. Okay. Um, Promising Young Woman Netflix. I'm going down. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Uh, failed to get a Best Picture, but I got another Oscar nom. Uh, it might just be. Re- I don't know. I can't. Re- I can't read an article right now. Moving on. They that, got. They won a lot of awards. I don't know who's who. That's fine. Um, don't make me research such. I, you so brought much, it up. There's so much pressure now. You brought it up. I just asked. Do you I remember? You like, uh, and which one was uh, the Netflix, uh, Scott? I mean, come on. Did you have that information? <laughs> it's like, I just brought it up. You brought it up. I just, I don't know. Silly me. They're beating me for details. Um, uh, I remember yeah. going over to your apartment way back. This is almost this is, 20 years this ago. Is a, this isn't a reminiscing episode. No, I'm just talking about. I, Mare and I went over to your place to hang out, watch movies, <laughs> just chill, order Chinese food. That was what we did every time. We, we hung yeah. out, we ordered Chinese food, we watched movies. Um, I think, actually, God, did I bring um, John Carpenter's, um, oh, what was it, uh, the one about Mars? Yeah. Uh, Mich- uh, not Mission Ghost to Mars. Mars. Ghost, Ghost of Mars. Mars. I think I brought that. It was like a You brought that to my house. Screener think, or something. Yeah. It was we were all excited. It's like, oh, the new John Carpenter film. This is gonna be awesome. I got I got the uh I got the, the modern equivalent of a grainy uh like VHS tape that you buy on this Times Square corner right. and we're gonna watch it. <laughs> and he brings over his personally burns remember when you used to actually burn DVDs yeah. and CDs? Yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah. Oh, the good old days. Man. Uh, but you brought that over. We all, all four of us huddled around close as like a, like a, like a big family. Like, oh, this is going to be awesome. And just, just an hour and a half of pure suck <laughs> with, it, with two good lines in the entire fucking film. It, it was just, it was sad. And it, it was got, s- it got reviewed well. And not only did it get reviewed well, but it got two thumbs up from Siskel and Roper. Like, I was like, I couldn't believe it. I make excuses for vampires, dollar sign. <laughs> Even when I've read the book and I know the book that like the, the, the source material was far superior in like half of it. But I, I know a lot of that was budget. So I make excuses for that film. There was no excuse for Ghost of Mars. No, none. But anyway, no. where I'm going with this story is yeah. it was that day that we were over and you got a you got your mail. You came home from work and you got the mail and you had a, a couple of Netflix DVDs, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is that? For the grand for the grandkids, that's <laughs> when Netflix used to mail you movies, right? And I'm like, what is that? And you're like, oh, you know, you haven't heard about this? I'm like, no. And it was Netflix, and it was I, I, I forget about it often, but like I, met, I brought it up uh, like last week to somebody uh, when this topic came up, and I said I was one of the first with Netflix, baby. I was I was doing Netflix when it first started when you had news uh, features about uh, is this a fly by night sensation of sending movies? It was like two guys in their garage mailing them everywhere. Right, right. And I yeah, were, I was I, I was yep. first online for that. I remember been there, and I was a customer the very next day. I was like, shit, I have to do this. And I subscribed I to, I think, three DVDs at once. And then I was like, I can't watch three movies at one time. I, I had to confess to somebody uh, 
I think it was the same conversation last week. I had to confess because then uh, they brought up, says, hey, yeah, remember Blockbuster pulled that thing? I mean, I, we, we switched from one to the other at one point. But I mean, what did you do? I was like, I had them both <laughs> at the same time because Blockbuster Video, and I'm not even exaggerating, had four films that Netflix didn't have. <laughs> and they were always out. <laughs> I kept that subscription for two years just because of one of them. I think it was Ichi the Killer, the uncut edition. And, and I was like, oh, great. You know, and, but then there were three other ones and they were always out. And for two years, I waited down that line. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, that that was, oh, the nightmare days before streaming. Unbelievable. And, it, and, and, and I, I guess the reason I brought it up is, you know, that was Netflix's roots. And now... What, how many subscribers does Netflix has have? A I lot. The last time, I'm going to look it up right now. The last time, at least a million. Last year, it was a hundred million subscribers. See, I was partially right. Yeah, just a million part. <laughs> Let's see, Netflix subscribers, two hundred and three million subscribers. It's going to be what kills. Uh, finally, put up. It's already putting a nail on cable. Why do you think HBO and Disney are, and all these other places are starting their own sidelines? Not because they're trying to compete compete with Netflix. They just want to make the foundation set where they can tell these cable companies that are like fucking both sides uh, just to, you know, to go screw. This is absolutely insane. And they have an 85% market share. Or 80... I don't understand what these statistics are, but... Netflix is 85%, then Amazon Prime is next. So Amazon Prime must have upwards of like 150 million uh, subscribers. But it doesn't mean that people are watching a lot of things on their channel. Because if you have Amazon Prime, you get Amazon, uh, the video, it comes with eventually it. They'll all, eventually they'll all be owned by the same company, you won't have to worry about it. Maybe, I don't know. But I 200 million subscribers is insane. Yeah, so we're at, we're at three best picture nominations at a half hour, so we're 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 making good way. <laughs> this is <laughs> make it. We're we're doing good. We're yeah. Okay, moving on is uh, Minari, which I've already watched. I haven't seen this one yet. Okay, this one's Korean. It's not a race. Um, yeah, Korean. I think it's Korean. It's about Korean, Korean Americans. Okay. Can't, it, does that fall under Asian American, or do you have to be? Does that have to be separate? I don't know. I I just want to know the correct answer. I just um, I don't know. That is a best director right. uh, nominee, Lee Isaac yes. Chung, for that one. Yes. Uh, best actor, best supporting actress, um, best picture, best director, best original screenplay, best. Um, there's a couple more. Best original score, and I felt like there was one more, but I think that's it. So with the success of Parasite last year, also a Korean film, mm -hmm. um, and I'm not saying that's why this got nominated. Uh, I'm mm -mm. sure it, it, you know, it doesn't hurt. It's okay. Just say I'm white and I apologize and move on. No, I'm not going to do that. Uh, what, what oh, that's I, right. You're, well, you're, you're Italian, so you, you count. I, I, okay. I'm really. I, let me just say it. I, I'm white, and I apologize. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, my parents came here only f like 50 years ago. So yeah. Anyway, uh, which is kind of rare. Uh, I'm first Didn't generation. Didn't mean to make it. 
which is didn't crazy. mean to make that a topic of conversation. Yeah, I know. What'd you do that for? I don't <laughs> want to talk about this shit. Anyway, Minari. Yeah. Anyway, it, it's yeah, it's if you're, it's, if you're it's, doing um, the movie sectastic drinking game, I think we've said anyway three times now, so that's three drinks you'd have to take. We got to get on that. Um, we've always Min- said that we would do that. One of us will die. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Minari uh, is is a Korean family um, moving from California to uh, I think it's Nebraska, and, and uh, it's about culture shock in a number of different ways. And there's also a different layer because um, they're they're Korean. Uh, they were actually they're actually from Korean, so they're Korea, but their children are not. So they emigrated when they were kids, like teenagers. Right. Um, so they're more integrated than the kids are. So, and then the grandmother comes, you have the different generations and this whole kind of shift. Uh, so that's the whole basic story. And I'm not saying it doesn't have a chance at best picture, but the fact that Parasite won last year, if you look at the political aspect of it, I think this is just a situation of where it should be happy. It's nominated. I don't want to say anything because we're not reviewing right now. We're just chronicling the list. But I already have my, uh, a, a standpoint on that since I've already seen it. Okay. Well, when we get so to I already it. Have, I already have an opinion. I'm ahead of you. Okay. Uh, Mo- next. Moving on now, is, yeah. And I would like to nominate right now that we link uh, Minari uh, and Nomadland together. Because they're both about the American nightmare. Or I the think, American dream. I or whatever it is. I'm pretty sure I put those two together. Because I, I sent you what I thought our pairing should be. And I wanted you I haven't to look at it yet. Sorry. I texted it to you. Um, Texting me shit. Well, yeah, I texted it to you a few right. days ago. So anyway, I'll look it up. Go ahead. Hold on. I got it right here. I, listen, you keep going. No, you did not text me your list. I sure did. No, you didn't. Last time I texted. Oh, I did it. Okay. I didn't text it to you. I did it through Facebook. It's like texting. Moving on. Moving on. Moving no on up. No Midland. Anyhow. I, I got to know if I put them together. I'm pretty sure that I did. No, I'm, I'm sure you did. It's an obvious choice. They're, they're, they're both really about struggling in America. Um, oh, fuck you, Facebook. Fucking updated on me. I'm, <laughs> Mid-use. I'm, I'm pretty sure both films take place in the slight past. Um... Because I, I know uh, Minari takes place around in the Reagan era, and I don't think no no man no might be modern day, but it's, it really is hard to tell. I feel like it could take place ten years ago, right? Or so that years ago. So uh, moving on, Nomadland. Sorry. No, 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 Nomadland no is the next film nominated for Best Picture, and I believe that also has a Best Directing. Yes, it does. Chloe Zhao. Or yep. it's Z-H-A-O. I think it's Zhao. Maybe not. Or how? Maybe the Z is silent. So that's also a Best Director. Uh, and Best Actress. And Best Actress. And, uh, best Adapted Screenplay. So you know I'm you know, I'm doubling down on that. I think there's Best Also e- Best editing. Cinematography. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Film editing on that as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It, it's, got, it's got quite a few. It's got quite a few. Yeah. Now, I've seen that as well. I've been a busy, busy boy. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. I do want to see it. I do want to see it. I that's one I already had intention had intended to see before this list came out. It's it's one of the this one and the next one we're going to mention. Both of them were already on my list for. I am going to watch that. Okay. So I I feel better about that. Next is and this is the film that 
I want to see the most uh, out of the entire list, and it's Promising oh. Young Woman. Agreed. Yeah. I want to see that one the most. Um, I'm actually surprised that a film like this is nominated for Best Picture. This, this is one of those films that if it was only five, it wouldn't be nominated. It wouldn't be. But I'm the most interested in seeing it. Oh, me too. Over everything. Yeah, because it's dark. I mean, I mean, I, I, I'm, I, it, like when you linked Minari to um, Parasite, mm-hmm. it's like I'm not into Korean cinema. I'm into the fact that Korean cinema does some great dark, artsy stuff. That's my taste. Right. It's not just not Korean film in general. So I, I <clears throat> so I, I, I'm not sure if Minari would have been in the top five considering right so and it's also got a best director for emerald i feel like, I feel like i trailed off on that sorry it's okay uh best director on that one emerald fennel which goes with my theory that it would have been a nominated best picture you're saying that it probably wouldn't be i the fact I, 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 for me the fact that it, the, the director is also nominated makes i'm in the camp that it would have been nominated for best picture anyway I've only seen two of them, so I'm 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 really talking out of my ass right now. I and I didn't I didn't dislike either of them. Right. Not not to spoil the review later, but yeah. But this that is the uh, that's the film right. that I want to see the most. I'm not gonna argue with you over I'm it. I'm not gonna argue I with just, you. I, it was oh just my, my opinion. Oh my god. But yeah, promising young oh woman. Uh, hot yes. chick killing, killing guys. Yeah, I'm in. Directed by a hot chick, I think. Yeah, it, it, it's part of the whole. Um, I don't want to belittle it, but it's part of the whole B two thing. Obviously. <laughs> okay. I mean it's and it's fine. I'm saying I, I don't want to say it and make it come off like, you know, oh, it's the whole me too thing. It's like, no. Like <laughs> supporting it, but You're at right. the same time, yeah, that's no, part of it. I, I yeah, listen, we've reviewed a few uh female like vigilante revenge films, and they're always even when they're bad, they're always fun. Hey. They always are. Yeah, yeah, just like Ilza was. <laughs> I really, that wasn't revenge, but uh, she was a badass. That was a revenge against all men, Joey. <sighs> yeah, that they, couldn't satisfy they her. Couldn't satisfy her lust until she met the Anglo uh, Anglo Saxon American dream boy. <laughs> I didn't write that when I did the synopsis for it because I wrote like ten synopsis today. I feel <laughs> like when I get behind like that, I just like, and this film is about this. And this and and this and this. I kind of hey, like tap me. blow through. I'll write it. them. You should have told me. I would have wrote them. Feel free to go through our iTunes list, rewrite anything, and send it my way. I'll update it. Uh, on it, on it. Re- literally rewrite anything. Oh, I know I can do better. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Forget it. Don't... don't write anything. Fuck you. No, I'm saying <laughs> if you had if, if you had said to me, Scott, I'm tied up. Can you write these? descriptions i would have taken care of that well i wanted to get them out today we're all caught up today because i was like you know what we're finally it's been a long year well the whole thing is we were so far behind i had oscar nomination reviews from last year that weren't up and i'm like there's no way i am going to have us go into these the the new crop of oscar nominees and the old ones aren't up yet it's been it's been a tough year for everybody i think we just we just uh we just felt it before March. <laughs> That's all. We're it started 100%. a little earlier for us, but we were, you know, the rest rest of the world caught up to us by June. I know. We're we're 100% up to date now. Um, the only thing left is for me to redo our website. 
Yeah, and when YouTube starts streaming like it should again, we'll be live too. God damn it. I don't <laughs> understand why that's not working. So the next film. The next film is uh, Sound of Metal, which I have actually seen. I've seen it already. Um, the second Notice. I saw it, I knew that it was going to be nominated for Best Picture. I did enjoy it. And we'll get to the review when we review it. Oh, I'm just saying, no, no, no desire whatsoever. I would not be watching if it if it wasn't for the Oscar nominees. I wanted to see it. I wanted to see it because I thought it was an an interesting uh, film to to be made. I I just think they should have called it, huh? <laughs> um, but when I saw it, I knew it was going to be nominated for Best Picture. <laughs> And I knew that the, the lead actor was going to be nominated for Best Actor as well. Um, I just knew. I knew it. Because it, was, it, had every, um, it had everything you're looking for in a Best Picture. And it had everything you're looking for in a Best Actor. It, the, the, the makeup, the, the, everything was there. You know, it might not have, it's not going to win. I don't think so. But, and it didn't get nominated for Best Director. But it does have all the makeup. Uh, what was the actor's name? Which is interesting because he was in uh, Spider-Man. Um, no, he was in Venom. He was in Venom. And he played like the bad CEO uh, that was producing that stuff. Wow, you know, I, I saw that movie. Didn't hate it. And I can't remember what the the bad CEO was. I can't remember. He was a life. young guy, and I didn't even realize it was him because he looks totally different in this film. Uh, his name is uh, Riz Ahmed. I so. don't even remember. That was like the, the the plot was the least memorable part of that movie for me. Best supporting was the one guy from. Yep, Paul Racy. Uh, he's in Sound he's, of Metal. He plays. Um, he plays. Uh, he he uh, runs a group of, of of deaf people, and he takes in this guy. Um, you know, it kind of shows him the way. But I read up on him because you know he's you know, he does speak sign language and whatnot, or he 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 does sign language. And I read up on him, and I was wondering if he was actually deaf, and he's not. But he grew up with, and we'll talk about more about this when we actually review this film. Both of his parents were deaf, and I thought that was that was pretty amazing that he, you know, he grew up that way, and he's Lots in this. Lots of people grew up that way. Yes, but I'm not any less, you know, amazed by it. Anyway, the last best picture. Wow, man, I'm trying to have a moment here. What are you doing? What am I doing with what? Uh, noises. Ah, no. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the last one is the trial of the Chicago Seven. I have no idea what this is about. It's about the. It's literally. It's the about trial the trial of the Chicago, of the Chicago Seven. Chicago Seven. Yeah, but yeah. who are the Chicago Seven? I, had, I, I don't had, know who that is. It had to do with um, um, left wing activism, uh, anti Vietnam protesting, that kind of thing. Oh, okay. Like I mean, Abby Hoffman stuff like that. The story was so amazing that they made a film about it. It's 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 a historical piece. All right, okay. shut up. I, I, listen, I, I'm <laughs> I'm interested in seeing it. 
But, <laughs> I mean, how many TV movies are made that look and sound probably exactly like this? Well, you know, you're dealing with history. Some people just want, sometimes they want to take a, a big budget spin on it. Okay. You know, why are they making any movies? Joey? I mean, Sasha Baron Cohen, uh, I believe, he got be nominated. A about it? Okay, all right. I think he got nominated for best uh, best actor for that one. And is this a best directing? It is not. So, the another round. The Thomas Vinterberg is the fifth best director. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Sasha Baron Cohen is not. Oh, he's in uh, best supporting. You know, and I found out very recently in the last couple of years that it's the producers of the movie that uh, put in what they want their uh, uh, what they want their film to be nominated for. So, if they wanted Sasha Baron Cohen to be nominated for Best Actor, they have they submit that. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't know that. I think they I found out their approval. Yeah, I think I found out for Green Book. Uh, Green Book. Mm-hmm. Because they had um, um, Mahershala Ali and Vigo Mortensen. They put in for Vigo to be uh, Best Actor. And they put in for Mahershala for Best Supporting. And I, yeah, I, mean, it, I, I read a few articles where they say they do it by the numbers. They, I think they did it because Mahershala had a better chance of winning Best Supporting. Yeah, you're not going to get a, a, an Oscar nominee for um, a filmmaker who is, or an actor or anything like that, who's not recognized by right. the industry. Mm-hmm. That's basically, so, you know, so they, that's basically it. The industry has to put in the uh, nomination to begin with. But I didn't know that that's how that was done until a couple of years ago. I really didn't. I, I, it's not I, a write-in vote. Yeah. No, I, I kind of figured that the Academy looked at that stuff and said, okay, this is going to be... Uh, your best actor. This is going to be your best supporting. Like same they thing. put in the nomination. The Academy's the industry. It's the same thing. I get it, but I didn't realize that the production company could say, "Listen, we have these two actors. They're on screen for literally the exact amount of same amount of time, but we want this person for best this, and we want this person for the best this." I didn't know that's how they did it. It's all fixed. Yeah, basically. It's all fixed. Uh, so anyway, well. that's the eight best picture nominees for everybody. What? That's the yeah. eight, that's the eight best pictures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I've already got. I've already. I'm already two down. I've only seen one. Um. Have we decided what we're reviewing next week? Uh. Well, let's talk about the pairings. Uh. So we both kind of agreed that Minari and Nomadland, uh, should be one of the pairings. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, do we? And and if anybody's listening now and they're concerned, we're at, we actually record them. And then split the episode in two, and put the so you don't have to, you don't have to suffer through one review to get to the other. Yeah, no, we uh, we'll we'll have, we we'll have eight we'll have eight uh, podcasts. Yeah, in case you were concerned. Uh, what yeah. do you think about the next pairing? I'm uh, I'm looking for my list. It's right here. You, you need a list. You just don't know. I, I wrote the list already. Jesus Christ. Um, Minari and Nomadland. Yes, right, that's, I, I put that together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah and Chicago 7, because they're both political. Agreed. Okay. Um, I put, and historical. And historical. I put The Father and Mank together. And the reason why is, is because 
Anthony Hopkins is, you know, he's going through Alzheimer's or early on dementia, and Gary Oldman is an alcoholic, and he has all his problems. Um, I kind of th- thought that the two of them aging poorly uh, was a match. And and your reason for putting Promising Young Woman with Sound of Metal? Uh, is, what did I put? I put Promising and Sound of Metal aren't an exact what? match, but it's both about two people on a quote-unquote mission, so to speak. So so basically, those are the two leftovers that they have to go together. <laughs> well, do All you right. think we could put Sound of Metal with one of, Let me give you one of the other my three? Choices. Let me okay. give you my choices. Let's hear them. Uh, my, your, the first two choices I, we were 100% in agreement on. But then you got everything messed up when uh, you didn't pair um, Promising Young Woman and? with uh, The Father. Why would I do that? Promising because Young Woman is a revenge flick and The Father is an Alzheimer's film. Because it's about patriarchal systems. Male-dominant systems. No. I don't think so. No, actually, that those are the two that are left over, so you have to put them <laughs> together. My other pairing was Sound of Metal and um, um, what, like uh, Mank? Oh, and oh. Mank, because they're both artists, musician, filmmaker, a writer. They, you know, both involve their passions for life and how they're self-destructive. Well, I've seen the film Sound of Metal, uh-huh. and there is about ten minutes of art, like. He's a drummer for a metal band. Music, yeah, music. I'm just saying. There, there's literally ten minutes of that. It doesn't matter the quantity; it's what it's about. The theme is an the artist theme, whose art. The, the theme, theme is about. A- the theme is him being hell bent about getting his hearing back. Uh huh. Like, don't review the film. Just I'm not the reviewing the film. Is. I'm just that is the plot. That's, I can hear the hate in your voice. It's the stop at nothing to make sure that he can get his hearing back. That, like, that is really what the film is all about. He is right, on right. this mission because he cannot believe that that is his, is he's in store for that. And right, she, she's on a mission to get revenge on men. They're on a mission together. I would say no, mine, that mine's that's better. a pretty... Mine's better because they're both men whose passions have turned self-destructive on them. No. The music is the music is killing his hearing. There's no control the over man... Alzheimer's. What? There's no control over Alzheimer's. He has it. He didn't get it because he are, did something you're, wrong. You're not paying attention. No, no. What do you mean? Sound of sound of oh, metal. Oh, sound of metal. Oh, okay. What are you talking about? I, I thought you were talking about Mank and Sound of Metal. Mank and Sound of Metal. Yeah. Two artists who's who's own who's whose passions in life are like self-destructive and they have to try to resolve that. When man gets, it's the, uh, his, you know, his creativity, which is a lot of it's fueled by his worldview and his, uh, alcohol abuse. And then the, the drummer, you know, plays loud. <laughs> and, the, uh, and then, and all then right. the father and promising young woman go together because they're the last two left. <laughs> you know what? Uh, uh, I'll buy the the, the patriarch and the matriarch uh, thing that you did over what you just told me about Mank no, and that, Sound of Metal. That's the excuse. That's the excuse. <laughs> no, Listen, no. is is that how you want to pair those four? Because we can. I I'm really, good either way. 
That's I what I'm saying. I pretty much I, I had the same problem as you. No matter what I do, I'm stuck with two odd ones left over. <laughs> so what do we want to review next week then? Don't care. Uh, I've already watched Minari and Nomadland, so I think we might as well. That seems like a perfect pair since I've already watched them both. Oh, well, then you got an easy week. I have to watch two movies for next week. That's not why I'm suggesting it. But if you don't like it because of that, then pick something <laughs> I haven't seen yet. <laughs> you, haven't seen any, you. you haven't seen any of the other ones yet, right? No. no. Which means that you're going to have to watch two movies you haven't seen either. So, Fine. Uh, no, no, I'm just saying whether I do it this week or you do it next week, at some point, one of, fine. Minari, I'm really tough guy. Minari and Nomadland, we will review those next Bring week. It. Bring it. Stop. I have. That's I actually. Fine. I actually have time in the next week to watch two films. It's the week now, after that that I am. I. I whew, I'm gonna have some but, late nights. I. I want to spend a couple minutes on the on the Razzies. Okay. Now the one thing I want to point out: there are actually is it one or two? I think there's two films that are both a Razzie and an Oscar nomination this year. Um, is it like for? It, it, is it for uh, a technical thing? Um, Usually we'll that's a... how that works. It's like, oh, this was a shitty movie. But it got it has great special effects. Um, well, Razzies don't do much special effects. Oh, you mean the other way around. That's, um, what, that's Yes. No, no. Um, so Hillbilly Elegy is up for an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress, Glenn Close. And the Razzies have her uh, Glenn Close nominated for Worst Supporting Actress. <laughs> really? Yes, that is a, that is that a is big that is thing. very oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, and the other one is less interesting. Um, it's the Borat movie is up for worst supporting actor for Rudy Giuliani. Oh well, and worst screen combo of um, Rudy Giuliani and the young girl in his room. <laughs> and he's obviously up for best adapted screenplay, which and um, also best supporting actress Maria Bach. Bakalava, which sounds like a fake. That sounds like a fake, like sounds, a Soviet like a, name. a Greek dinner. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying not to be mean. I'm just saying it. it, it <laughs> unfortunate. It's unfortunate. There's a, there's a lot of room for for schoolyard bullying yeah. with that name. Can I get um, the baklava with the tzatziki sauce, please? Don't do Thank not you. empower the bullies, Joey. Stop that. <laughs> uh, so the five films that are up for worst picture, because yes. uh, the Razzies, being professional, have stuck to five. I'm looking at them. Um, I've already seen three out of the five. I haven't seen any of them. All right. First one uh, we actually talked about a bit on previous episodes: Fantasy Island, which I didn't hate. Wait but a minute. Am I, I looking at the wrong year? Yes. If Fantasy Island's not on that list, you're looking at the wrong year. I'm looking year. at the wrong year. Okay, I'll just tell you. So Fantasy no, Island... No, I'll, I'll go to it. Well, I've, I'm just, I got it right here. I'm talking about it. Um, again, I, I, I liked the film. I, I mean, I enjoyed it, but I'm not going to defend it and say it was a good movie. So, okay, whatever. We, I got, through, we got through half of it. Oh, did you? We watched it together. We were watching. Oh, it's not we that watched half of it. It was terrible. And I remember because we were watching it through uh, Plex, uh, through the Watch Together feature that it has, which is oh yeah yeah yeah. If anyone doesn't have Plex, you should get it. Um, we were watching it, and about halfway through, and I'm like, Scott, this is pretty tame for a horror film. I, mm -hmm. I don't. I'm waiting for something like gory, fun to happen. And we kind of just kind of looked at each other, and I was like, oh shit. And then I, we looked it up, and it's rated PG thirteen. And I'm like, yeah. "Fuck me!" Mm -hmm. it's like, Worst thing and up. then that's when we stopped it because we wa ended up watching something else. What did we watch? Future Kill. 
think we watched Future, Future Kill, Kill instead. We watched Future instead. Kill. And we yeah. watched that all the way through. Yes, we did. <laughs> which is not a good thing to say about Fantasy and Island. And we did the equivalent of whenever we are actually together and we, we watch a movie, one of us or both of us ends up falling asleep and we just nudge each other. It's like, don't that you fall asleep fun. on me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm not watching this alone. I think you did that to me a couple of times during Future Kill. I, I gave I, I gave a bailout option at like at like 50 minutes. I was like, you know, it's getting late, Joey. If you got a busy day tomorrow. You, you were like, no, no, we'll finish this. Like, I don't like, care how man. many times I nod off. I'm like, we're going to finish this. Just make sure you <laughs> just keep waking me up. Oh, that was a rough one. Yes, um, it was. But anyway, uh, yeah, Fantasy Sound's one of the five. Then um, Doolittle, which... I have uh, not seen yet. I've seen but, it. But everyone it's, knew. Uh, deserved. When they released that, everyone knew that was going to be a Razzie nomination. It was a January release. No it. it was a what? January release. Yeah. And you I'm know, just saying. And it Pre-COVID. Like, it's like, you might as well call this now. It's definitely going to be the top five. And it's also up for like every, almost every category. It's up for a lot of categories. Right. Um, then there's. And then these other ones I'd never heard of. So there was um, music. Yeah, that just that's an odd title for anything. It's it's a it's a it's a film by uh, a song a, a singer. Okay. That's all you need to know. So a that's singer it. made a movie about an autistic girl who sings. <sighs> okay. I, I'm already overwhelmed, um, but it's supposed to be horrible. Yeah. Then there's um, Absolute Proof, which I've watched. Oh yeah, you were telling me that you watched that one. Yeah, and that that is the um, my pillow guy, lunatic uh, Mike Lindell, his uh, two hour uh, pseudo documentary on how the election was stolen, and that film actually took me the longest to watch because the problem is every five or ten minutes I have to pause and go I'm gonna Google that before you go fact, any further. Fact check that because that sounds stupid, and you look it up, it's like oh yeah, yeah. The, it's like it's like everything they reference is like oh yeah that they're referencing something that was disproven like two months ago here's here's that in detail See, um, five dozen you know just like just now that you now that you've it. done that you've you've looked everything up and everything is false i can watch this without having to do that but see my, my thing is i want i want that confirmation um you know i Oh, I do too. No meaning. I, I would look. I would look it up as well. And what I'm saying is, now I don't have to. I can watch this and just go, yeah, that's bullshit. Oh yeah, that's fuck that. That's bullshit. But, but the, in the back of your mind, you gotta have that nagging thought of like you don't want to wake up one day and it's like, oh wait, how did I end up in QAnon? <laughs> I don't want to reach a comfort zone where just because I just because I think it's wrong, I know it's wrong. It's like you know what? I'm actually gonna actually pause it, Google it. And check for different references, and every single one is like, yeah, yeah. It smelled like bullshit. I knew it was bullshit. But let me confirm the bullshit. No, I actually <laughs> stuck my finger in it. It's more bullshit. Uh, and, but No, and, and it's great because now I don't have to do it. I know that you've done it, and I can watch it and just be like, yeah, Scott already looked this up. I don't have to now because I would do the same thing. That, I would do the same thing. But beyond all of that, it's so poorly shot. It's, 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 I've seen better selection of stock footage on YouTube videos. It's the whole thing feels like if you took, um, um, what's his name? Pupkin from uh, King of comedy, Rupert Pupkin, Rupert Pupkin. If you took from Rupert Clifton, Pupkin, New Jersey and, and put him <laughs> in his basement, but instead of, uh, Jerry Lewis, he worships it's Al, it's, uh, Alex Jones. 
Gotcha. This would be that version in his basement with the cameras up. And we're doing a show now because I, it's, it's just it's, it's insanely bad. It's just poorly. Even if you if you even if you agreed what's in that, you'd come away and say, yeah, they, what happened? There's no production value. This is shit. <laughs> Boring. Don't don't show don't show me a picture of a of a of a mole game. I know what those are. Just move along. Whack a mole. Whack a mole. Yeah, as was like, like he showed a picture. It's like playing whack a mole, and they showed a video of the whack a mole. They've oh. done that. Oh God. Don't do that. I You're mean, not. you know, there's somebody. There's plenty of people out there that have this, and they invite people over. It's like you got to see this, and then they sit and they watch it, and they felt that they've just converted someone. And I don't want to become that person. That's why I always double check. There you go. I look for other sources of information. I confirm. Anyway, beyond whether you agree with it or not, poorly done, horrible movie. <laughs> it's horrible. Then, um, there's, then the last one, uh, which I have also seen, o- only because the list came out, is a Polish remake of Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, that's the 365 Days? 365 Day. Now, wait a minute. Is it Polish? It is Polish. Polish made. Polish. The female lead is Polish. Okay. And she she she's she is kidnapped by a Ecuadorian something like that Latino, but not really. I, I don't remember what nationality he was, but he's like mobster. So he the thing is he kidnaps her, and uh, tells her I, I'm I'm going to give you 365 days to fall in love with me, and then in between the beginning and the end. There's a lot of softcore pornography. Yes, you know what? Um, I have seen I, a bunch of this actually, because Mare was watching it, because it was like the number one film on Netflix when it came out. Tell me she didn't watch that. She she she's did. Gonna, she is now. She has no choice. She has to review the film with us, because <laughs> I watched that, and now you have to watch it with her. We've I've seen a, most of it. I'd have to rewatch it again oh. if we actually formally review it. You can actually see they they do it purposely, like every other scene where there's uh, off screen sex happening. Right. They have the camera so close that like there's just a section where like fl- you get a flash. Right. Where like oh I saw I saw a skin I wasn't supposed to see, but it's so quick that like they, they can't really be called out on it. Yeah, because there's isn't there like a there's a blowjob on a plane or something. Mm-hmm. Where like you just see like like her nose, you like you're just like a like a quarter inch away from seeing, like porn. Every other scene, there's a quick flash, and I wasn't looking for it. I was just like, oh yeah, I saw that. Hold on, <laughs> it was just it was not, not like I was looking for skin. I, mean, I didn't it, uh, see. Realistically, it's a prosthetic, but still. No. 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 Is dude, there a porn no. version of this? Like a full, you know, triple X porn version of this movie? I don't know, but I can guarantee you that is not fake sex. Hmm. You tell me if I'm wrong. I didn't even I didn't even research. I'm just assuming they're boning, because they because they're definitely not actors. <laughs> uh, Which is why they're well, also, um, yeah. Three sucks. Five days is up for worst picture, worst actor, worst actress, and uh, probably worst no. Well, because the film, you're right. She's Polish, but the lead actor is Italian, and the right. film. Oh, Italian. Oh, gangster, of course, Italian. Yes, Sorry about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sicilian, to be uh, exact. Um, <laughs> also, uh, but the also, thing is, there are scenes in the film where there's subtitles and it's in Italian. So there's a few different languages happening in this movie. Yes. 
So yeah, there's there's three different languages mainly the circling throughout the film, which yeah. is also fun. Um, it's <laughs> so also fun. up for worst director, uh, worst screenplay, and worst remake, rip off or sequel. Super duper. Uh, now the only other thing I want to point out, also on this list of films I've already seen, is Wonder Woman 1984 is up for worst support, uh, worst supporting actress. Is that for Kristen Wiig? Yes. Oh. I don't think so. I mean, I, that seems... A, I, can't, it's like, I can't argue. I mean, I, I, like, no. I won't say that they're wrong entirely, but I'm not going to say they're entirely right either. I, 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 yeah. That, and then two of the, <laughs> two of the women uh, in Fantasy Island are up for Worst Supporting Actress. So the only two Worst Supporting Actress films I haven't seen are Hillbilly Elegy and Music. <laughs> and, I, I, and I honestly don't think I'm going to be seeing music. I really no, feel like I'm not going to no. make that. And, uh, I mean, that's really it as far as what I've already seen. But I felt like there was more. Oh, no, no. There was more. There was more. Um, so yeah, Anne Hathaway Island. is up for Worst Actress for two movies. Uh, and so is Katie Holmes. Uh, she, she's, up, she's up uh, more because she's up for Worst Actress for both The Last Thing He Wanted and Road Dolls, The Witches. Right. That's what I'm saying. I didn't realize yeah. that they would nominate more than one film but it's the Razzies oh, it's not yeah like, usually yeah yeah they, they, yeah like with Bruce Willis he has three and I've seen one of the three oh, I've really? seen Breach <laughs> and honestly I've seen I've seen some trailers for other Bruce Willis sci-fi films since I watched Breach it's the same actors and it's the same set this is like classic fucking like grindhouse cinema wow this is the modern version of that same set same thing let's just shoot five movies while we have the time and the money things wow and this, he this. gave kevin smith nothing but shit for the um, uh oh god the buddy cop film with him and what's his face cop uh, out cop out yeah he should have well here's the thing have you tried to watch that no, no no that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is he's done some really shit films where Sure. If he's going to give Kevin Smith shit about not being a good director and whatnot. No. De Kevin Smith needs that because Kevin Smith has never. I, I don't think he's evolved anywhere near where, where he could have uh, throughout his career. I think he took a lot of back steps. I, took, I think he took a lot of comfort jobs. And Maybe. And I'm, and this is just my opinion as a fan, and I'm allowed to have these opinions. So quit your fucking whining and don't don't bash fans in your movie just because you hate bad reviews, you you fucking little bitch. I think he's since he's discovered weed, he uh, doesn't really do that anymore. Good. That's you know <laughs> how how many years supporting drug use now you actually do it. Fuck you. <laughs> but again, nothing personal. Nothing personal. <laughs> no, I don't know the guy. Don't but, know him. I, I, yeah, but Bruce does Bruce does these films now because he doesn't want to retire. That's it. He doesn't have to. He's not like Nicolas Cage where he's like he's doing it for rent money. Wow. You know, yeah. Nick, I, I had to tell you though, Nicolas Cage. I really feel like he did rebuild his career. Uh, but he, he again, he he went. Did I mention it on the show before? Uh, what Willie's Wonderland? No, no, no. Just the whole idea that he he yeah I think I think we were talking about that. He has evolved his career from. Like an A-list star right. to a cult star, and I whether it was intentional or not, good for him. Yeah, no, we haven't really talked about that, and he's been doing it for probably the last decade or so since he had to. Yeah, I mean, like he was doing movies like Drive Angry, 
and you know he yeah. he was doing movies like um everything after national uh treasure one and two everything after national treasure after everything after leaving las vegas where he won his oscar um well what, that, that's a huge but anyway well it is it is but i mean he was doing films like leaving las vegas where he was getting nominated for oscars then winning one for that film then he was doing big blockbuster movies making tons and tons of money uh, like the National Treasure films and the Rock. the Rock, you know, things like that. Con Air. Con Air. And then oh, Money God. Trouble. Yeah. Before before we end the show, and we have to end it because we're done talking about the Oscars. Yeah, we're we're over an hour now. I watched it last night. What did you watch? What do you think I watched last night? <laughs> I know you said you watched WandaVision. No, not that. Oh, Zack Snyder's Justice, Justice League. League, you bastard! Well, How here's, dare you? Here's the thing. Today, both of my kids, they go to school, right? They're on a hybrid schedule. They go to school four days a week now, half days. But I had to go drop them off, and I had to pick them up around twelve thirty. I asked them this morning. I said, "Please tell your father, are we going to watch?" the four-hour cut of Justice League. And both of my children said yes. So now I have to wait for them to watch it, which is going to be this fucking weekend. I'm not pressuring you. I don't... No, 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 no. I need to see this movie. So I don't care if I have to watch it in two or three parts, but it is happening. Otherwise, I would have watched it today while they were in school. I was I was planning when when I when it finally dropped I was like all right I'm gonna watch it over the weekend because I need I told I said I said to Catherine I said I gotta wait till the weekend I need you know this is a four hour film I'm not watching it in two sittings I'm sitting through this goddamn thing right and but then what happened was Holly got tired she went to bed early she's like oh it's eight o'clock and uh, yeah I'm watching it <laughs> Catherine comes out it's like it's like eleven thirty I'm still watching he's like I thought you said you're gonna wait so no no <laughs> I'm in. How was it? Uh, man, it was. It was interesting. It was. You know what? It, it's. It's. You're gonna have. You're gonna have all these people screaming about how uh, the Whedon cut was better, and then then you're gonna have like Zack Snyder's cut was better. I th- I liked both films. Okay. I I uh, I liked jo- the. And there's and a here's lot of the thing. Stuff in the, there's a lot of new stuff in the Zack Snyder film. Most of the humor is not there. One Good. or two of my favorite humor lines are, are are there, but a lot of the ones that I did like st- aren't there. It's very yeah. Lord of the Rings straight epic. So let me ask you this, without giving anything away, because actually you wouldn't with this. Of the four hours, of the two hours in the original Justice League, how mm-hmm. much is actually new? Oh, a lot. Yeah? Different ending. Um, uh, there's a lot more with... Yeah, uh, you know, I'm not spoiling anything, but like, there's dark sides in it. No, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. So that whole storyline is there. There's even like a, 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 a like a stupid subplot where they introduce Martian Manhunter. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, and, and honestly, you're not losing anything, but it's just interesting that they filmed it and then we're like, ah, nah. Why, why build a bigger universe? <laughs> Joss, what the fuck are you doing? Well, I read an article today that Zack Snyder wanted to bring in. Um, Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern, and oh, it, just, it didn't. Green Lantern's out. all over this film. You know how, like in in the the, uh, the Josh Whedon cut, there's like that one shot of the ring, yeah. and you're like, oh no, they show dead bodies of Green Lanterns. 
they show them fighting. I mean, it, it was, Green Lantern was prominently displayed in the Zack Snyder cut. Well, they do mention that. In the whole the, core. They, well, yeah. They, it, I mean, it's in the the Whedon cut of the film. But it's much more, I'm saying. It's much more. Okay. Much more in it. It's like it's very blatant. Like, yeah, they're doing this. It's not just a tease. This, they're planning on this. How did Darkseid, so, uh, not Darkseid, how did, I, well, I, I hear Darkseid looks amazing, but how did Steppenwolf look? Because he was I, completely different looking in the Snyder Cut. He was like with the, the spiky outfit and all that. To me, that's the most boring part of the movie. So I don't even remember if it was different from the, the original version. They did change it in the original. They changed his whole outfit and everything. I, You know what? I mean, I never got into the New Gods stuff anyway. So I can't, I'm not really a good judge of it was Darkseid done right. But it all worked. It's just the storyline devotes more time to all of that and explains it in more detail. And, um, there, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff to talk about what they cut out. Even there's this – the dumbest thing I think they cut out, not to get into it real quick, is that there's this part of the, of the film where Bruce Banner um, steals the Bruce idea. Bruce Banner? Of, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Batman steals. You the sounded idea. like Ma- I'm sorry. You sounded like Mayor right there because she'll 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 do that all the time. She's like uh, DC, oh, right? It's like no. I do it all the time. I do it all Marvel. the time. I know you did it because you yeah, just have no, a lot I, in I do your it all brain. The time too. Mayor yeah, does it because she's genuinely wrong. <laughs> I'm I'm just misspeaking. Yes, Bruce Wayne. Um, but yeah. Uh, so Batman steals Wonder Woman's idea from her gauntlets. Right. So when when she's in the bat cave alone, like Alfred's doing stuff, what's that? So, and he sh- demonstrates it to her, and there, he has gauntlets that are supposed to um, absorb energy. Okay. So he can like take power shots, like she does. Oh, that's pretty. Like interesting. like Captain America's shield. Right, right. Um, but and so and th- and then that comes up later. Wh- they show him using it when he's fighting Superman at one po- that one point, and when he's fighting those um, bugs at one point. Oh, the parademons. Yeah, so they just do it to show it a couple of times. It doesn't really come in big time, except it gives a better explanation of how he survives Superman attacking him this time. Um, all the fu- all the fights are more serious, uh, and they're darker. In the whole tone is just more serious. It really is. Good. Uh, Barry Allen is toned way down. I mean, there's a lot less of him doing the hyper thing. I found it interesting watching this, not how much was new, but how much new they made to do the Joss Whedon version. When you watch this, you realize how much they had to come back and redo. Oh, yeah. They spent uh, $30 million just on CGIing out the beard. And then yeah. the Whedon cut added another $50 million on top of that in reshoots. Yeah. I mean, it, it, so, it, it dawns on you while you're watching the four-hour cut. You know, after the first couple hours, you say... And you're seeing all this new stuff and seeing what they cut, you realize how it works backwards. There's no shit. This is all this. This is the whole storyline part that they trimmed down to the bare minimum, just so they could put in all this wacky shit. Yeah. No. It, it's that's, that's it's, it. Yeah. It, it's 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 in, it's interesting because you know when Snyder left because of a family tragedy, um, they brought in Joss Whedon because he wrote the the script and he's a screenwriter mm-hmm. on it. So. Because of his success with two Avengers films, Warner Brothers hired yeah. him to come in and just say, "Hey, um, turn it into Avengers film. What can what can you do with this?" Mm-hmm. And that's when he decided to do all those reshoots. I, I I'll say it again. Uh, I I think it's the exact same thing he did with Firefly. 
Yeah, you mentioned that last week. Yeah. Yeah, they, he did the first pilot, and it was a very straight space cowboy, you know, thing. It had its the humor that's always been there, but it was sure. a straight, serious show, a serious, a bar fight opening. No, that was a different one. Uh, the, the whole, but it was done seriously. And then they came back and said, "This is too dark for uh, uh, a pilot. You need to do. A, we need more humor in it. We need a lot more humor." And so this, if you watch them in order, the second episode is actually the second pilot. And it, you watch it knowing when you watch it and know that that was behind it, it feels like Joss Whedon's just going overboard on them. Well, and I think that's why the film on Serenity, purpose. I think that's why the film Serenity ended up the way it was, too. Because finally he, got the, he wanted to, was, he wanted to, you know, you know, he wanted to uh, put a stamp, you know, to end that series because it was... Uh, it was cut so abruptly by Fox and be able to, and also be able to maintain, to do that tone that he really wanted. Yeah. But that he had to lighten up a lot in the show. Yeah. Because the studio, you know, the why network the, at the time, the ravagers in that film were as brutal as they were, yeah. you know, and that's why uh, the, the ending has the kind of ending that it has. And it just feels kind of bad. I just feel kind of bad that like he got stuck, stuck in the same position. And by doing the same thing he did before, appease the overlords and to to uh, an egregious extent that he ended up and I, I'm sure it wasn't intentional uh, I haven't heard of any fallout between the two directors but creating a whole different vision of the film yeah it's it's interesting I mean not listen Snyder had to leave uh, that was he that yeah. he, he had to leave you know he was dealing with a family tragedy but by leaving he was not there for final cut final edit right. and and to no fault of his own he pretty much gave up that right when he when he stepped down because warner brothers he was the film was like say 95 percent done uh it, it just really needed that final edit from snyder right. and he couldn't do it um understandably so if you just look up what ended up happening in, in the tragedy so he never felt that he was able to deliver the vision that he wanted to. But, it, but it's the, the and I, I refuse I, to read into it because I don't care about personality. Well, the thing is, I don't think Warner Brothers should have come in and 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 again, that, I I am a fan of the Justice League that was released, the two hour cut, the the weed. Yeah, I like I, I like it. I liked I like it both. a lot. Yeah, um, I still enjoy that one. A lot of people gave it shit, and I think they're wrong. Um, I'm, ty- I'm tired of people's opinions of superhero movies. Yeah, I including agree. my own. <laughs> but the thing is, I don't think that they needed to. But that's what I'm saying. It, like, it's not like it was. It's not like he had all this stuff that never got finished filming. Right. Or um, I mean, like the film was practically done. They all they had to do was put a hat on it. I was like, whose idea was it to drop another fifty million on it? Because they were afraid it was too too. It wasn't wacky enough it was it was uh probably collaborative whedon probably came in they said listen honest opinion and then whedon's like could use some comedy you know some but levity let's let's do isn't that isn't there a phone call isn't there a phone call where like joss calls snyder Zach and says <laughs> and, and says like hey dude i think i turned this into a uh, into a three stu- uh a threes company episode and zach's like dude no that's <laughs> please, not what i want to do please don't i mean is there's got to, is there some conversation or do lawyers just cash it all out and they're like oh I'm so I'm not getting to finish that one whatever 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, there's there's a fine print somewhere in the contract that says Warner Brothers can do that. Or and, I just I I, I'm, I imagine there's fine print in every contract that says not even just to throw Warner Brothers under the bus. Any production wanna, company could do it. It's like I want to know, but I don't want to read the book on it. I, I just want you. someone to give me. It's like the whole. I I know there's stuff going on with like uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry or whatever that is, and it, it's like what's going on there. I don't even I, give it. I, I don't sure. care. So, you know what? Don't tell know, me. I don't know. But I don't. I don't want to. I. I don't want to watch like an Oprah one-hour interview. I want to. Some. I want someone to give me the elevator pitch for it. Like <laughs> she did this. They're. Uh, she did this. They're racist. Blah blah blah. That done. No thanks, because I don't really care enough to actually spend time in my life. I. I have a Google right here. I'm not googling it. Don't fucking care. But I'd be curious to know. Yeah. It's a mild curiosity. Too like, mild. For to instance, obtain. if I knew what was happening, I was like Scott. This is what happened. You would probably be like, oh, okay. And then we'd end it. That would be where it ends. It's like wondering, like, you know, how it would feel to stab yourself in the hand. <laughs> it's like, you know, like, just like, that would probably hurt. Yeah. But that, that's as far as my curiosity goes. I'm not going to try it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to look up doctors. I'm just going to like, oh, yeah. yeah I, that's something I, I know, don't know. I know what it's like to be stabbed in the leg with a pen. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Tell that to my sister. <laughs> Anyhow. But uh, no, long story short, it was great. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah, and there's a whole thing at the end. There's like a whole future vision again. The, the, the whole future visions plays in again, and there's one at the end of the that they're talking about the Joker being in it, and there's like a um, there's a whole scene with them. It's just all oh, just Zack Snyder. It was it was it was the Zack Snyder Justice League. I actually don't like. I don't mind the idea of like just having the same film made five different times by five different directors. I'm <laughs> oh in. really? I would do that. Why? How interesting is that? Pick, you know, just even if it's just one film, it's like from now on, have make two different Spider-Mans. Just but two of them. Give, but give one to Rob Zombie and give one to like Oprah. Oh, I see. Or or Spike Lee, and and it's and not because they're both black. I just only names I could think of. But it's like give one to Rob <laughs> Zombie and give one to like, like like Ron Hanks. All right, we'll keep them both white. There, happy. There you and, go. And and just all right, you guys make the same fucking film. You're both doing a remake of uh, Paradise Lost. Or no, not Paradise Lost. Like, like, like you know, they'll, they'll have the dartboard up and everything. You turn it into a game show, but just make them both. And just, just the same way I've always said that whenever they do remakes of old films, they got to stick to the budget. That's yeah. the only rule. You got Pro rated, but you know the equivalent from back then. You have to stick to that budget. Like when they're doing King Kong. No, you're not getting that budget. <laughs> Sorry, Hobbit boy. You're you're doing this on the fucking down low. You're getting you're getting the you're doing the gorilla filmmaking for real. So let me ask back, you this back question. Back to the good old days. Let me ask you this question then. The fact that it was a four three aspect ratio was that distracting at all? Where it's just a big square on your screen instead of it being widescreen. I. I, I paid more attention to it because you were bitching about it so much. <laughs> if if I didn't know, I would have been like, oh, that's unexpected. Usually they're widescreen. And that would have been the end of it for me. I, I noticed it, and I noticed it more because you were bitching, so I had to notice it more. And then I just ignored it because I was watching the movie. Well, I don't think it's uncalled for. It, it's, I, I just, it's, a, it's a legitimate bitch. It's a... It's a legitimate question. Listen, they're going to release this shit in widescreen. It just See, that didn't happen now. That falls into the question category of, is this the only version? If, if why, and if, and what's going to happen? 
if this, you ignore all that, I don't care. This is not going to be the only version. It can't be. I'm good. I, I, I would like to see it in widescreen. I don't disagree with that. I just don't feel angry about it. That's, I'm, that, that's I'm, ang I'm angry about it. The one time you're angry and I'm not. Listen, I don't have an IMAX screen in my house. Watching it in this aspect ratio makes no fucking sense. Sorry. Sorry, Zach. I, I, listen, I'm glad that you shot it this way so that maybe one day at, at festivals, if shit kind of goes back to normal due to COVID uh, being the way it is, you can get to show this in an IMAX set, you know, setting like you wanted. Yeah. But I don't have an IMAX screen at home. I have a widescreen at home. See, you're already spending way too much energy on it. Just let it go. Let it go, man. I guess, I guess, I guess. <laughs> let's wrap it. Let's wrap it up, Angry Boy. All right, let's do that. Oh yeah, yeah. See, this is why Italians are always gangsters. Okay. Because no, because a three six five. Because we were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. Sure. It's, it's so many blowjobs. Um. <laughs> anyhow. Uh, this is episode 332 of Movie Sucktastic, and as always, thank you for joining us. Uh, we have a new opening. I, we didn't even talk about it at all. Scott spent... Oh, that's right. You know, hours and, and just blood, sweat, and tears to make this really, really cool new opening for the show. And it's in widescreen, and it's, it's awesome. I might tighten it up a bit and add some more clips. I just wanted to get something new out there, because yeah, I've yeah. been talking... A, it's been a year since uh, we've since we really got back into a schedule. I thought so it was I, interesting I like... that you had uh, uh, Plughead with my voice. That was kind of interesting. You sure that's your voice? I thought it was my voice. No, it's mine. Okay. No, it's mine. Um, we, we did that in my well, kitchen in Well, my with this house. one, I, I went back to our, our podcast list, and I was like, let me just grab films we've actually talked about um, to, to a, a major extent, like they're in the title of the film or they're one of the major films we reviewed, and let me just find ones that I can think good clips for off the top. And Plughead was one of those episodes. And I wanted to do something different, like I did with the um, Action Mutante opening. And when I was looking at, at Plughead, looking around for scenes, I was like, oh shit, this is the perfect opening. And, I, and the ending, I hope, was great. I love the ending. I see, I'm oh, yeah. happy with it. Yeah. I'm happy with it. I, and, um, yeah, I may, I may work on it a bit more. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Um,. So you can go to iTunes. That is now up to date. All of our mm -hmm. episodes are there. Everything that we, you know, uh, didn't have before is now on there. Um, there is an app. Uh, it is on the website. I do have a link. And I'm not going to say what it is. It's too damn long. Um, I'm going to change it to be something like moviesuptastic.com slash mst.apk. You know what? That's what it's going to be. Go to moviesucktastic.com slash mst.apk and you can get the app for your Android phone. Um, okay. Because it's not on the, the Google Play Store because the app that we were using um, broke or some shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Something happened with the app. But the app works for the for all the MP3s, all of the iTunes lists. So go to moviesucktastic.com slash mp mst.apk uh, you can go much, much easier it's no, no, it's the APK part anyway um, you can go to our Facebook page it's facebook.com slash you can also uh, email us the address is 
themovieguys at moviesetfantasy.com. If you want to leave us voicemail, it's 908-514-4470. And there's a new website coming on the way. Um, I'm going to be working on that very, very soon. When that hits, I'll tell you when it's finished. Scott, do you have any words of wisdom for us? If the pool water is green, don't drink it. All right. All right, everybody. I mean, hey, you're not, ro- you're not wrong. I know. You're not wrong. All right, Duh. everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Happy trails to you. You've done that in an episode. You've ended the show I know. Like that before. I know. I'm listening to them. I know. <laughs> That's why I brought it up. <laughs> Bye.